Welcome to the POV Hamilton Podcast, where we're talking to innovators, educators, leaders, and builders across the Steel City. We have the most diversified economy in Canada, and there are hundreds of stories waiting to be told of the people, the companies, and the organizations making it happen. Here's whose point of view you'll be listening to today. I am Karen Mossman. I am a faculty member at McMaster University in the Faculty of Health Sciences. I have been at Mac now for almost 20 years. It'll be 20 years on July 1st. Um, and I'm also currently serving as the Vice President for Research. McMaster has a number of research strengths. Certainly, we are very well known for our research in health sciences, um, which ranges from infectious disease research to cancer research, clinical trials, um, for example, within the Population Health Research Institute, um, research on aging, health re research methodologies, um, amongst many others within health sciences. But we also have really deep research strengths in, in all of our faculties, including in engineering, in materials research, automotive research, um, aspects of sustainability, um, nuclear safety, um, and again, others. Um, you know, indeed, we're also seen as Canada's nuclear university. Um, we're the only one that has a research reactor, so a nuclear reactor on campus. Um, along with a whole suite of, of facilities that are really second to none to help with all aspects of nuclear-based research. But aside from that, we also have really deep expertise within all of our faculties, including also Faculty of Science, Social Sciences, Humanities, and, and Business. Worldwide, um, we do rank within the top 70 universities in the world. Um, we also bring in more corporate funding than any other Canadian university. We're also, um, you know, this past year, 17th in the world um, from Times Higher Education on the impact rankings. And this is really centered around the UN, what they call SDGs or Sustainable Development Goals. And what this really shows is that, you know, our research is having an impact um, and having an impact globally. We also have won international teaching awards. And I think what really makes McMaster special and, and why we're so well known, not just within Canada, but um, around the world, is it's really this integration of, of teaching and research. Um, it's almost a seamless integration um, in many ways. And, and it's that really that it's that experiential learning that allows McMaster to have such an impact. Um, and, and we really do use evidence-based methods, multidisciplinary approaches um, to, our, to our research and embedded with our teaching and our teaching and research. And that really does enable us to, to really generate global citizens that, that are going out and, and making an impact. Research really for that very basic discovery and that basic knowledge generation is incredibly important because that really is the foundation, um, you know, for all subsequent forms of research and, and outcomes. Um, and that, you know, fundamental foundational research is, is also really um, important in that knowledge generation. But then as we do generate that knowledge, it would be such a shame 
you know, to generate all that knowledge and then just keep it bundled up within our labs. What we really want to do is to take all of that knowledge um, generated by our researchers and really put it into the hands of those who can use it the best. And whether that is corporate partners or if it's our community partners. And so it really is, um, you know, incredibly important in our office works, you know, with so many different uh, colleagues in, you know, commercialization and social innovation. And it's really that, you know, getting that knowledge and those findings and those, you know, innovations in into those hands so that we really can collectively, um, you know, meet that goal of advancing human and societal health and well-being. Um, we have a number of programs that are um, not just multidisciplinary, but multi-faculty. Um, for example, the Biomedical Discovery and Commercialization. It's an undergraduate and a one-year master's program. Um, and that's really a collaboration between health sciences and business. Um, we have an innovation minor. We have collaborative programs between social sciences and engineering. Um, we have programs such as the, the, the Masters of Technology, Entrepreneurship, um, and innovation. And so it, it's, it's not just embedded within, you know, offerings to our students at the academic level, but there's so many other opportunities outside of sort of the traditional classroom um, where, you know, many of our faculties run um, a number of different activities or programs where they can learn about and sort of get hands-on with commercialization and innovation. Um, certainly within the health sciences sphere, the Michael DeGroote Health Innovation Commercialization and Entrepreneurship Initiative has a, a number of um, initiatives for undergraduate students, graduate students, and even faculty members. Um, the Forge is a business incubator where, you know, students um, can, can really get help and advice on on that business aspect and then can incubate um, you know their new activities and into form, formation of companies um, lot a lot of these activities are very highly integrated which again is helping companies to to grow um, and and to really get their new developments out and and putting them into that ecosystem where they have access to to IP help and to business leaders um, and to you know funding opportunities and it, it really is about generating that that ecosystem and connecting with um, our college partners our hospital partners um, the city um, economic development within the city our local businesses. Um, and that really is one of the goals of, of the innovation park is to really generate that um, innovation corridor, um, which connects ecosystems and not just the ecosystem in and around McMaster or in and around Hamilton, but really that whole innovation corridor, which is now connecting those ecosystems, even within southern Ontario. Um, so it's, it's actually and it's a very exciting time. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of work and energy and that recognition um, of, of how important those, those ecosystems are and, and generating that innovation corridor, um, that it's, it's certainly, it's been really exciting lately and um, lots of new activities to come.
I'm a virologist by training. So I've spent 30 years working on, you know, viruses and how viruses interact with the immune system. So, you know, this particular, um, you know, pandemic and, and this subject area is, is, you know, what I've been working on for actually my whole academic uh, career. Um, and I was really fortunate to have um, a postdoctoral fellow in the lab um, who joined the lab about a year before the pandemic hit, who had expertise in working with pathogenic coronaviruses. And so, um, you know, he was really instrumental in working with colleagues in Toronto to harvest um, virus from patients when, when Toronto was just starting to see their first um, COVID patients. And so, you know, he was able to, to isolate uh, virus from, from two different patients. And that's the virus that is now um, used by uh, research labs that have the right facilities. Of course, not every university has a, a containment level three facility, but those that do um, across Canada, um, you know, we were able to, um, to provide that um, those viruses for those um, for our colleagues to work with across the country. And so we've been really interested in our own lab. We're really interested in understanding, you know, how SARS-CoV-2 interacts with the human immune system. And, and so a lot of what, um, you know, the type of work that we're doing is, is helping to understand you know, why we're seeing the clinical outcomes that we're seeing, why we're seeing the type of immune responses to vaccination that we're seeing, um, you know, why does the immune response um, respond to the virus in a, in a different way than say to other viruses and, and what is it about that unique virus host interaction. Um, so, so that's been, you know, incredibly, um, you know, interesting and, you know, very, we feel very privileged to be able to, to very, very quickly be able to pivot in the work we had been doing to work specifically on SARS-CoV-2 and on the COVID uh, pandemic. But, you know, other work that we do in the lab, um, the one that's probably the closest to commercialization, um, or again, we're working with um, some great colleagues at the Industry Liaison Office at, uh, at MIP to help uh, and with a partner um, to help commercialize our research is with what we call oncolytic viruses. So these are viruses that um, preferentially infect and kill cancer cells, but not normal healthy cells and generate a really good anti-cancer immune response. Um, and so we've been working on that project for um, quite a few years. Um, and again, with some great help um, with our colleagues in, in Milo, have been able to, to find a good partner that um, is helping us move that forward, hopefully before long into the clinic. So yeah, it's been very exciting. Canada's global nexus for pandemics and biological threats is is, is really to tackle that ambition of a world where biological threats are, are actually anticipated, um, rapidly detected, and where we can be really proactive. So instead of, you know, what's happened in this pandemic, where we were really reactive, even though we did have the original SARS outbreak in 2003, we weren't prepared. Um, and, and, and every all aspects of the pandemic seem to be very uh, reactive. And so the whole point of, of Canada's Global Nexus is working both with, but also for decision makers, um, systems leaders, businesses, 
communities, governments, the public to really help develop and deploy not just timely, but also relevant solutions so that we can be prepared. We know this is not the first pandemic. It will not be the last pandemic. So how can we really use collectively that knowledge that we have so that we are, are really prepared? Because if you look at, and it's not just McMaster, of course, we can't do any, everything on our own. But if you look at all of the knowledge and expertise that exists within academia, at McMaster and our partner institutions, both in Hamilton and across the country, but also that knowledge that's embedded within public health, within government, within companies, within um, businesses, not-for-profits. You know, collectively, it's Global Nexus is really to bring all of that expertise, all of that um, you know, those partners together, because solving a pandemic, it's, it's a very complex problem, as, as we've all seen, and, and so it requires complex solutions. And so, you know, we really think of um, Global Nexus as a hub and spoke model, where the hub would be centered at the innovation park. And what a great place to put the hub is at the innovation park, because again, it's within that ecosystem where it's not just the research, it's not just, you know, bringing together all these different people where they can bump into each other, but it's also within that ecosystem where that the knowledge and the outcomes can again be put into the hands of those who can who can use it uh, use it the best so you know we're we're really exciting excited about building um, this entire again it's it's almost like an ecosystem but this entire hub and spoke model where where Canada can really take advantage of of all of the past investments and all of the knowledge but to really coordinate it because that's what we really found here is there was a lack of coordination. Um, I mean, and if you think about just one small aspect of the pandemic, such as vaccines, because that's on everybody's mind these days, it's vaccines. It's not just about the science behind a vaccine. It's about sourcing all of the materials. It's about the supply chain. It's about the evidence-based decision-making and making sure we have the right clinical trials and the right policies. It's about vaccine hesitancy and that social um, aspect of, of how do you get out the right information the most effectively? How do you think about vulnerable populations and make you know, policies and strategic decisions um, around the use and the distribution. And so it, it's, it's, there's so many areas, how do you fund? You know, there's so many areas around um, one small, small aspect. And, and you know, this um, activity, and it, we don't even know what to call it yet. It's, it's, it's beyond a research institute. It's, it's a whole new, it's a whole new way really of, of McMaster thinking about what a university should be and how a university should should behave and the type of impact. So um, it's incredibly exciting. We have lots of great partners and um, you know that that's really going to be the focus for the next several years. When I think about Hamilton, you know I think about the story of Goldilocks and the three bears, right? We're not too small, but we're not too big. We're just the right size. So, you know, Hamilton is big enough that we have that critical mass. We have not just McMaster, we have Mohawk College, 
um, and, you know, partnering institutions. We have, you know, top-notch hospitals and research hospitals. Um, we have city organizations. Um, we obviously have the innovation park. But we're not so big that we're like a, a Toronto where you're so spread out that you don't interact. So in many ways, Hamilton is just that that perfect size. We, we have the capacity, we have that critical mass, but we're still small enough that all of those institutions and partners work remarkably well together. Um, Synapse, which is the Hamilton's Life Science Consortium, is a great example of that. Um, and so it really is a consortium that brings together all of those entities to really focus on, on life sciences and, and how to really promote life sciences. Um, so it, you know, and we're also uniquely positioned that, you know, we're fairly central, um, we're near, um, you know, many international airports and a port. And so it's both our size, it's our location. And, you know, I think Hamilton, you know, it's the hammer. We do have that, that grit, you know, put your head down, get the work done. Um, and certainly for McMaster, thinking outside the box and, and um, you know, being prepared to do things differently. It's what we've always done. You know, our medical school is a great example. I think it's just all the right pieces that come together that allow the region to be so successful in this area. I'm incredibly you know, fortunate to, you know, not just work as the vice president of research at McMaster, but also to be on, to chair the board at uh, McMaster Innovation Park. And, you know, there's so much transformation happening and, and certainly not just with, you know, Canada's global nexus, but I think again, you know, within the DNA of McMaster of, you know, problem-based medicine, evidence-based decision-making, you know, the, that desire to really have an impact. And, and the fact that, you know, McMaster will do things differently. They'll, you know, they'll figure out a need and, and we'll do things very differently. And I think it really is changing, um, you know, the nature of a university and it, it's not, you know, professors, um, you know, sitting in the ivory tower and, and, you know, doing research for the sake of doing research and only writing, you know, papers and, um, you know, being so disengaged from, you know, real world problems. And, and it doesn't matter what faculty, you know, um, our, our researchers are in or what the nature of their research is, whether it's, you know, fundamental or applied. It's really that ethos of, of really wanting to have an impact and really rethinking, you know, what is the role of a university and how should universities have an impact. And so it's incredibly exciting right now to, to be at McMaster. And I think, you know, as a university and certainly the research, we are going to, um, you know, really be, be focusing on, on that impact piece and, and how can we do things differently? And we should be doing things. We should be teaching differently. We should be doing research differently so that we can really have that impact. And then at the innovation park, it is undergoing a remarkable transformation as well. We have, you know, a, a really a great um, CEO of the park, Ty Shuddock, who has a vision for the park that not only the board, um, but the but the university and the board of governors at the university have really embraced. And there's just a, you know, a transformational growth of of the innovation park um, underway. And the goal there is, is really to, you know, generate that entire ecosystem. And, 
and helping with, with scale ups. And, you know, we're very good at starting companies and having small companies, but there's almost nowhere, and not just in Hamilton, but certainly in Ontario and across the country for, you know, for that, for that growing and that scale up, you know, all too often we do a phenomenal job of, of training, and of starting companies, and then there's nowhere for them to go. So they end up going to Boston or to Silicon Valley, and they end up really leaving the region and the country. And so, you know, it's it's that generation at the innovation park of, of providing not just the space, but that entire ecosystem where, you know, companies can scale and grow and have that interaction between, you know, researchers and who can are really good at, at answering questions. And then, you know, the companies and our corporate partners that are really good at asking questions and then, you know, taking that out into, into the real world. So, um, you know, over the next several years, I, I just see transformational growth, both um, at, at the university and also at the park. So it's, it's really exciting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And please consider rating and reviewing as it helps others to find the show. For more information or to listen to past episodes, go to povhamilton.com.